of the nothing but wishy prosperity I've learnt my lesson never let him near your transparency back to my itinerary I'm meant to write my will apparently death without legacy man what a tragedy every day I'm trying to find a strategy I'm on the verge of insanity I speak these verses for clarity switch up my style for consistency I'm trying to infiltrate any beat never been rebellious we just trying to finish off what was left for us finding the meaning of taking the lead post up a feed but don't care what it feeds as long as our numbers don't never recede it's not every day you catch up with the game sometimes catch down or remember your aim Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Shared Diversity, where we share the diversities of Muslims in the media. We are welcoming a talented artist and Muslim in the media, Shifa, who will share with us how to start creating, how to be authentic and fearless in the process, and finding the purpose behind your work. Note, this is also for non-creatives. Before you jump into this episode, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Shared Diversity Podcast. Again, assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. <laughs> so I'm really grateful to have you here. And I think to start off, some people might know you, some don't. So could you introduce yourself in about 30 seconds? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I need to count. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, I'm Shifa. So I go by the name of Shifa K on Instagram and I'm a spoken word artist, uh, writer and performer. And yeah, that's me. Alhamdulillah. What was your journey into writing and especially spoken word and performing it? Yeah. So when I was in college, um, I did performing arts for my course. And when I was about 18, uh, that's when I started like uh, writing and watching these spoken word videos. And just I was just really inspired and I was like, right, I need to I need to up my game as well I need to do this because it just felt really good to express myself and in a creative way so yeah when I was about 18 in college and yeah performing art my performing arts course is what kind of introduced me to spoken word because there were a few people in my course who also loved spoken word and I was like what is this what is a spoken word because I've heard of poetry but I didn't I never heard of spoken word so yeah that's how it began so can you recall the first time you like like you you were writing your first piece and then you were performing it. What was it about? And like, what was the first feeling that when you performed? Yeah, I remember when I was first writing it, it was like, I was writing just verses. It, it wasn't like a proper spoken word piece. I just, I just wrote whatever was in my head and whatever came when I was like nearly going to bed because that's when the best amazing ideas came to my head. So yeah, I was just writing like a list. I wasn't, I wasn't proper writing like a poetry piece. And then when I first performed, my first performance was an audition, actually. <laughs> so, like, I remember I oh, auditioned. Oh, where? The, I auditioned at the Hackney Empire, and it was for a talent contest. And I auditioned as a spoken word artist. And then I got in, and I managed to come first in the contest, which was really, oh, yeah, sure. which was really motivating. Considering I forgot, like, a, a whole verse when I was on stage, and then that completely kind of... Uh, caused me to be like in a really bad mood and I was like yeah I'm not even winning yeah I've done really bad but alhamdulillah in the end I managed to come first place so alhamdulillah and I saw you won another I don't know how many awards you've won because you're not really outspoken about yeah. you know all your achievements on your Instagram it's mostly your uh, art yeah. um, but I saw you've uh, you've won alter ego yeah that that was the one yeah that was the one yeah. there's the, the, there was mashallah um <laughs> But isn't it like the 
worst thing to forget a verse? Oh my days, trust me. Especially when you're like on stage and there's like a thousand people watching you. Oh wow. And it's like the worst part was I rehearsed all week. Like, mm. like I'm not forgetting this. But then when I got up there, and it's because there was like music in the background that was with the spoken word piece. And then I don't know if it was the music, I don't know if it was something else, but it threw me off. And then I forgot a whole verse and then I had to like repeat my um, poetry piece. But the best thing was that I managed to play it cool so they didn't even realise. Like my friends were, came and watched. I forgot a whole verse. Did you guys notice? And they were like, no. Because like that's the best thing about spoken word poetry is that you can... Um, if you're free to kind of uh, perform it the way you want it's not like rap like you have to stick mm. to a beat it's just more liberating in a sense so yeah so what is usually your creation process like yeah so before I create anything I like to research about it so for example if I'm if I'm writing something about you know like domestic abuse then I would research about domestic abuse like statistics and then I would research the um essay essay based um uh, pieces on it like I don't know I would read books and I would research what doctors would say about it and and then like my favorite is I would research like what the people that have been through it um their experience on it that's the best part because that's where the storytelling elements come to it come to me so yeah and um yeah that's how it is so research is the the first uh major thing that i have to do before i write a piece it can't just be my thoughts on it and then i'll research like uh other people who have written poetry or music or any creative art forms about the particular subject that that would inspire me so yeah that's my process Masha, that's very scientific <laughs> yeah but i can feel and you i think you can hear in the quality you put out that there's a lot of work behind oh thank you i appreciate it yeah i try to like do that <laughs> how do you ensure that the quality is always high because you are creating content constantly and yeah. you want to make sure obviously that you not overstep someone especially when it comes to like controversial topics or very critical topics How do you ensure like the quality is always high? A lot of the times, uh, when, it, for example, when it comes to like controversial topics, I just it's mainly opinion based, and it's main. I try to do it in the storytelling element of it more more than the scientific element of it, like the research. Because to be honest, I in certain topics I don't know much about to be uh, talking about it, like you said, in a scientific way. But I try to do all of the controversial pieces in the storytelling way so that it's more opinion based and so that it doesn't um how do I say like so it doesn't go in the wrong idea in people's head if that makes sense but in terms of like the quality I always try to make sure that my mm -hmm. the, the poetry piece that I upload mm -hmm. for example this week is better than the one last week or different than the one last week so if it's better if it's like in a similar topic than the one I posted last week then it'll be better than mm -hmm. it Or if it's not, then it will be a different topic that I'm talking about. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes when I, when I put the least amount of effort in a poetry piece and then I upload it, it tends to be the, the one that people love the most, which is really annoying because when I spend a lot of time on a certain piece, it turns out to be that it's not the most popular mm -hmm. one, if it makes sense. So now I'm just trying to be more truthful and honest. So I've, I realize that's what people, that's what people like, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying it does not really depend on the 
content itself because you never know what your audience likes or do you kind of have a feeling what they like i have a feeling of what my audience likes like in topics in terms of the topics it's mainly like love and ambition that's the two uh popular topics that i've done a poetry about that's gotten the most love but like obviously the artist's uh, choice is important as well it's not just the audience because you know it's your platform and as much as the audience is important it's really important to express your your opinions and you know what what you've been through and your experiences in a creative way so like in terms of my audience I try and uh, like create content that they would enjoy but I also like to be different and I also like to try and be versatile with it. No, for sure. And it also goes back to what you said before, that as long as you stay honest and you're truthful to you and yeah. what matters to you, like people, it it yeah. translates, you know, like the message gets, goes across, whatever it is like. Yeah. Nice. So what, what are the, because most of your pieces are very emotional, maybe from my side, because I can yeah. really um, connect to them. What are the mo emotions yeah. behind your content? A lot of the emotion that my content has is mainly from experience. And it's not just my experience. It's um, the pe the people who are close to me. And like after talking to them, I would always be inspired to kind of mm. tell their story in a way. And yeah, so it's mainly my experience mm. and other people's experience um, when it comes to certain things or certain topics that I talk about. So, yeah, that's where I get the best um, inspiration when it comes to stories and when it comes to listening to people and giving me their perspective and their opinions of things. So, What would yeah. your av advice be to people who want to start, maybe start creating their own creative content or just general content? I would say be truthful and honest as you can. That's what I would say. That's the best advice I can give them. Because when you're truthful and honest, like you can... You're, you can decide whether you want to work on your piece more or you can decide whether it's uh, it's perfect just like that you want to upload it. it it's a big factor when creating your art pieces honesty yeah that's what I would give the, the advice honesty is the best um, thing that I would say is for a creative person or anyone in general to be honest how do you make sure that you're honest because sometimes I think we are not honest to ourselves so it's very hard to be honest yeah. to like the broader public yeah, yeah. Well, like what advice yeah. would you give how can you be ensure that you're yeah. always honest well, to yourself? i think it's different for everyone but for me personally i think from my experience of performing in like different places and that it just it just tells me that people really like that part of you when you're honest and you're truthful and Even like even when you're performing a piece or when I don't know you're writing something about that something that you haven't experienced personally and you think that I don't know like oh it's a really hard question now that I think about it um, for me from from for me like the experience of performing has made me more honest and truthful so yeah I don't know about other people so the more you create the more it gets easier to create and be really honest about it. How do you bring your personality to your brand? <laughs> um, I try to like bring a little bit of attitude in it because that's my mm. Algerian side. <laughs> so like, I feel like, especially when I'm talking about certain piece, controversial pieces such as like women and in, in uh, and culture and things like that, it's very important for me to just 
have a little have a little bit of attitude um <laughs> but yeah that's that's like one side of my personality that I bring that I bring out in my pieces yeah because it's really fun to do as well because like you catch people off guard when you're when you're when you have this sort of attitude but obviously it's not to say that um you should do it to for a negative uh, for a negative intention obviously just do it because to have fun with it if it makes sense and depending on your content it it brings out different sides of your personalities like when I'm performing an emotional piece it brings out like this vulnerable side to me that I thought I would never um uh, show people so I guess it depends on the content if it's like a ambition based one then I would then I would proper like be passionate about it and I would like try and like talk to the people as in talk to the audience or if it's an emotional one then I would be very kind of vulnerable but at the same time have a little bit of attitude to show that you know this ain't gonna happen to me again I've learned from it so yeah I guess it depends on the content obviously there's a lot of um, women out there especially um, within our communities and Muslim women in the west that want to participate in the media but men as well and but they are afraid of what their friends or family yeah. say or think yeah. about them, especially when they're honest and they speak truthfully from the heart. And especially about co like things in the context oh, of yeah, like this is what I don't like about, you know, uh, my culture and the way we are treated or the things that are, ha are happening to me or other people that I see in my surrounding. Um, how, how do you overcome this uh, fear of judgment and criticism? Well, for me, I, st I used to like be... A super shy person when I was younger, and I used to like care a lot. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like it's hard to believe, but like, yeah, I used to like, yeah, I used to be so closed and like so shy, and I would be afraid to talk to anyone because then I would like be thinking about what they say about me. But then when I was like 15, I was like, you know what? It's actually not that deep. Like, <laughs> what what is the worst thing? that can happen when people think of me. Let them think of me in a negative way. Let them think of me however they want. As long as you know yourself, if you know yourself, you're not you're not you're not going to be scared of what people say about you. So I would say the advice I would give to them is know yourself and if you know yourself then don't be afraid of what other people say about you because it's not truth and it, if it's not the truth about you because you know yourself and it, even if it was truth it would be their truth and which which isn't truth because you know yourself it makes sense so yeah um i would say people are gonna always talk so just live with yeah. like obviously there are certain uh certain scenarios where people's opinions matter for example feedback and things like that but if it's not if it's not in any way good for your health and if it's making you mm -hmm. a negative person then it's not good for you that's what i would say one yeah. major thing that we should like everyone should write down I think is what you said in terms of what is the worst thing that can happen yeah 100% like my even my sister my younger sister she comes to me and like she sometimes she tells me like oh people stare people look and I was like so what let them look they're just looking they're just eyes mm. literally what's the worst thing that can happen do you know what I mean I think that's that's one thing that's gotten me um that's made me uh much more calm and much more like collected and positive in a lot of situations what's the worst thing that can happen like it's, if you think about it, it's not that deep just trust god and pray and do your best that's what i would say so yeah, yeah. hard work in tawakul is yeah 100% yeah the basis of everything and yeah. so for for example um you you're saying there's a difference obviously between judgment and feedback yeah. how yeah, do well, you um how do you deal with 
feedback? How do you get it? Like honest feedback? Because a lot of times uh, people start out and they and then they start obviously asking their closest friends, like, what do you think? Yeah. And obviously everyone's going to say, this is amazing because nobody wants to hurt your feelings. How do you get honest feedback? And how do you, you know, like yeah. get the right mindset of really receiving it? Yeah. So like, Alhamdulillah for me, I've got friends who are like, gonna be proper honest with me so if I tell them tell me what are your thoughts about this they're gonna tell me like honestly even mm -hmm. if it's like a um something that hurts my ego or hurts my you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> hurts me personally but like makes me better uh in the later run for me like I don't really ask my friends when I'm writing poetry for advice because they're not in the same field as I am and they they might not like see it um mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but obviously, like, I do ask them, what would you think about this? But I don't ask them on a deeper level because... There's a limit I, to their knowledge of, yeah, of the skill. Exactly. Mm. Like, yeah, and I'd prefer to ask um, my other friends who are, like, also poets and also lyricists mm. and also in like, literature because they're going to be more honest with me because they have more experience with it. So I would say, whatever your work is or whatever your content is, try and ask people who are much more involved in it mm -hmm. so it, like it doesn't only have to be your friends but it can be I don't know like if you if you have like a mentor ask ask their advice if you have if, I don't know if like if you have a tutor ask their advice mm -hmm. for me like when I'm writing I've got a poetry tutor as part of the poetry collective that I'm in at the roundhouse mm -hmm. and whenever I write things like I send it to them on email and then they give me feedback on it so I would say try and get someone who has more experience in mm -hmm. it Because the one who has more experience will give you much more honest feedback yeah. than someone who doesn't have a lot of knowledge and experience on the set. I think so. this is so relevant because sometimes you want to go into like a new branch. Maybe you want to get into art. Yeah. So you want to get into, you know, yeah. something yeah. So totally different and your friends and family can't really give yeah. you real feedback. So engaging yeah. within that community and like looking for people that are already up there are like role models for you is that yeah. very crucial. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. So how do you, as an artist, come away from like this feeling? I don't know if you have that feeling, but this is not perfect. How do you come away from like this perfection mindset? Oh, that's, you know, what? that's one of, as an artist, like, or as a person in general, that's one of my weaknesses when it comes to like creating pieces or doing anything in general. I'm such a perfectionist. Like, mm -hmm. that's why sometimes I take so long to like post something new because I'm working on it and I... I always like say to my mind, it's not perfect. And even if it is to someone else, uh, like as a completely amazing finished piece, blah, 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 for me, it will never be perfect. But I've, I need to like, I'm working on, I'm working to kind of strip that mentality off my mind. Like it doesn't need to be perfect. Nothing is perfect and nothing will ever be perfect. And also I've like, one thing that's helped me realize this is that when you're writing something that's you think is not perfect and then you, you show it to someone else, they might think in their idea and their mentality they might think it's perfect and it doesn't need any any like any more work so i think the idea of perfection mm. is it's not perfect in itself if it makes sense because other different people have ideas of what perfection is and like pe some people think mm. perfection is um trying to make them feel in a way that you've never done with your piece and that's it it's perfect because you've made them feel a different feeling and you've made them kind of feel deeper within yourself so it's perfect but a, a perfect, mm. perfection to someone else may not be a feeling but it may be I don't know the way they've uh, structured their poetry or something so I think I think perfection is 
really overrated and it actually does the opposite of making your work better it makes you doubt yourself and it makes your work I think in a way less honest so that's yeah that's what I would say I think yeah because quality in the end is subjective yeah exactly yeah so that's my I'm I'm really I'm working on it I'm trying so hard to like just like uh, remove this mentality of perfection because yeah. it doesn't actually exist humans aren't perfect so what makes me yeah. think that I can be try and be perfect in any type of way through any type of writing or work it's just yeah. unrealistic to be honest and sometimes even if you know this like it's still hard to overcome it because you're like okay yeah. I don't want to be a fraud you know like I'm here <laughs> I've built this platform yeah. people are here you know like they're watching me I don't want to like yeah. jump out and be you know not get on the level of the expectations but in the end uh, done is better than perfect and if it's honest and truth like you say you know if yeah. you're truthful to yourself that is already whatever you can you can do and the rest is trust them online yeah. and then whatever happens yeah, happens. Exactly. it's like this i was talking to a friend recently and she she kind of got me thinking and she was like to me uh based based on this like perfection idea it's like the all or nothing mentality It's like, if you don't give it your all, there's no point in doing any, there's no point in giving it your, yeah. there's no point in trying anyways, but I completely disagree with this idea because as long as you're adding to the conversation, you're doing your part. And you never know who you're going to influence in the process. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. So as long as you're doing something and you're adding to the conversation in a way that you're making people think, then you're already doing your part. So improve anyways, the more you do it. In a way, if you stop thinking about perfection, you're gonna improve in ways that you never thought you would. How do you always get into that point of like continually developing and learning? Um, I would feel for me, it's different for other people, but for me, it's reading. Reading really helps me to kind of um, think more, especially when it comes to poetry. Like I, I love to read like poetry books. And also I like to um, talk to people as well about their experiences. I try and get like as much kind of, advice and wisdom as I can from different people from all like walks of life and wherever they may be and whether they uh, may be at life at a certain point or something so like for me for how I improve by obviously writing and reading and um, and also being open-minded in terms like open-minded when it comes to seeing everything as an inspiration in a way so mm. yeah, that's my that's my way of improving How do you um, keep consistent in the creation process? I would say for me, it's ugh, sometimes I'm consistent, sometimes I'm not. That's also a trait of mine that I'm working on. I would say you have to discipline yourself and you have to give yourself a deadline in terms of what, when you want to upload something or when you want to complete anything, no, no matter how small it is. Like, or like I'm looking at my wall right now and I've got post-it notes of things that I have to do that I had to do yesterday that I didn't complete. That's because I didn't discipline myself enough to wake up earlier and mm. complete them and be less lazier and complete them like as soon as possible. But yeah, I would be consistent by giving yeah. yourself a deadline whenever you're working on something. Like, I don't know, maybe you want to, you're writing something right now and you think it's not perfect and like you want to finish it so you can upload it by tomorrow. Like give, you, give yourself a deadline. Be like, okay, good. I'm going to complete it by 5 p.m. tomorrow, 5 p.m. today. And then tomorrow I'm going to go studio and record it or whatnot. So instead of c c consistency, You have to remember why you're doing it in the first place to stay consistent and what your goal is and aim is at the end of the day because this consistency is, ma is meant to improve your life and I don't know, improve your brand and improve your uh, Instagram page and whatnot. So yeah, 
discipline is really important and deadlines is also really important. I think this is really major as well what you said with like this discipline and uh, having a deadline comes from knowing your goal and knowing, you yeah. know, like where yeah. you want to go. Yeah, 100%. How do you, like, how did you set it up in the beginning? And, and another thing also in, in that perspective, like what is your, you know, goal and vision and purpose for your art? So how I started in the beginning is um, I went from like, I started performing a lot in um, different venues and places and from that experience I realized that I'm not getting the amount of recognition that I think I need to get that makes sense so I wanted to start in like a Instagram page and just post it on there because like it's mad because I've gotten more like love and more opportunities from my social media than when I was performing in like real life if that makes sense so the more the more like opportunities and blessings that came from it the more it's made me consistent and it's just made me kind of um really be grateful for the for the opportunities and ability that god has um given me and uh and this is going to like what what i think my goal is i think because i've been I think it's no coincidence that I've been blessed with a certain ability and I think coincidence that other people have been blessed with amazing gifts and talents and for me to be grateful to God then I have to work on it and I have to improve it and I have to show that I'm I deserve it and I deserve all these opportunities and I deserve all the, like these blessings that come to me so like the idea of spirituality is a really important like goal for me because po like this whole poetry thing has alhamdulillah gotten me closer to God in a way that I would never thought it would because I usually keep my things separate I usually keep my work life separate my poetry life separate so I would have never thought that poetry life and work life and when I like did them all together would bring me to God in the end I only thought that doing religious things like reading Quran or like praying would lead me, lead me to God but at the end of the day I was like right like that's mad <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. sorry I forgot what the question was I think um, I okay well, first this and then I repeat the question but it it, it okay. goes to yeah. this uh way of knowing your purpose and I think this is like a major major thing that we underestimate yeah. is when we yeah. understand the talents and the strengths and also the vision that Allah has given us you know yeah. that will bring vision, us in the vision, end closer yeah. to him and closer to ourselves because he has given it to us he has written it for us you know it's not just yeah. like coming up like this and yeah. by the way uh you have this yeah. you have this talent but uh don't use it you know like it's just there for fun no it's there yeah. for you to do something for yeah. like make some make and create something out of it so yeah for your own brand like what is the purpose for your own brand yeah. where yeah. do you see it and like okay i'm not gonna ask this super annoying interview question where do you see it in five years but you know what what kind of um you know vision do you have and i think this this goes back to the last piece you uploaded on instagram is um death without legacy what a tragedy like what is the legacy that you want to leave behind you know this question is so good we're gonna end the whole thing with this question okay what's what's the legacy you want to leave behind? okay well i think that my goal and aims always change Like, especially at this age, I'm trying to find more clarity in different areas of my life, whether, whether it's work or poetry, because I'm still not kind of in that route where, okay, that's it. Like, I, um, I know what I want to do. I know what this is going to do. And I, and I know what I want, like, I want what I want. Yeah. So like my, my goals and aims change so frequently, but I always try to mm -hmm. uh, keep my goals and aims, um, to be more, to be an improved v version of myself 
and I always tried to keep it in a I always want to do I want to do for God's sake and I always tried to keep my aim just like purely and um, mm. honestly for um, for God because like when I when I want to improve my poetry and then it improves and then it, it makes me a better person and then it goes on social media and then I don't know it makes other people think and then yeah it's like when I do things for God more things start to happen then and more blessings and opportunities come that I would never have thought and yeah so my goal and aim is to first be a better person spiritually and emotionally and whatnot and second is to help people so I think that's a major major um thing and it leads back to the whole idea of spirituality as well because like I think it was in I don't know if it's in the Quran or Hadith like don't quote me but it says something like you will never uh, go mm. to heaven unless you love unless you love your brother or something. Uh, and yeah, so it's something along those lines. And you, you left the same for your brother than you love for yourself. Do you mean that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, mm. it's something to do with um, treating people the way you want to be treated and just showing a lot of love and things like that. So through my poetry and through all areas of my life, I hope to. Um, my goal is to improve spiritually and um, try and do my best to like help people whether it's I don't know giving them advice when it comes to writing or donating money and whatnot I always try and lead my goals back to my um, spiritual aim so yeah that's my goal so keeping the intention pure I think it's a huge huge thing we all can think about okay, I have a bonus question although this was a really good question especially in art and especially when you do something that is directly connected to your personality um, and that really comes honestly honestly from you how do you think about are people gonna get it sometimes i don't really yeah some that's that's a, like a major factor when when i'm a, whenever i'm uploading like social media like, oh, how are people gonna um interpret this are they gonna interpret it in the in the right way uh, the, the way i the way i see it blah 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 but i've i've stopped thinking in that way if it makes sense because People are going to interpret things way differently than I am. And I've learned that uh, whenever I'm performing like poetry, whether it's like in a, at a venue or at an event or whether it's I'm receiving like a, a message from someone else who has like a totally different interpretation than what I set out to be. So I think obviously it's important to think about how your audience is going to like um, come across it. But at the same time, it's always going to be different than what you imagine it to be. So I think being definitely being open-minded in, term, in terms of like the feedback you receive and um, is really important. That does that answer the question in a way? <laughs> it does. I think okay. the intention of putting it out, Yeah. first of all, I think the whole thing comes together. Like, you know, have the right intention. You always look uh, of being honest to yourself and then it really doesn't matter if people get it because everyone is going to interpre yeah, interpret exactly. it differently anyways. But yeah, I think being uh, open-minded in terms of the response you get from people is really important because it, it makes you think that of the angle that people look at your poetry and it's an angle that you never came across in your uh, in your life when you're creating um, art or content. So I think just getting as much perspective as you can um, where uh, when people are giving you their opinions and whatnot is really, really important to take on because then you kind of you kind of figure out what hit them about your poetry and then you try and do more of that nice perfect one last thing is now i'd like to go to the listeners so if anyone has like questions about 
spoken word, how they can start? Like what would like the three major steps be of it? It don't, doesn't even need to be spoken word itself. It has to be like something that they create themselves and that comes purely from themselves. Like what would be three action steps you could give them to start? Yeah, I would say firstly, be, be honest and truthful um before you go and create anything just try and have just try and be as honest as you can do you know what i mean and i don't mean it in a way that oh uh, go tell the the whole world about i don't know your experiences and s some things that you'd rather keep uh personal but i just mean it in a way that when interpret like when you're researching different poetry pieces and, and interpreting them just try and like think about the experiences that you've been through and how they related to you, if that makes sense. So I would say step one is like, be honest. Step two is research before you create any pieces. Obviously, like, don't be afraid to kind of put your opinions out there about certain topics, but also uh, the one important element of being open-minded is obviously like research and seeing what other people are saying about this topic. And yeah, so step one is be honest, step two, research, and step three is mm -hmm. be consistent. <laughs> so... Like, yeah, the more you avoid your poetry or whatever it is mm. that you're working on, the more you start, like, the more you start procrastinating. And it's like, I've done, I've had experiences myself where I'm now scared of writing things because I've avoided it for so long. Mm. And it's just created a fear factor in me that because I'm not consistent with it and I'm not as confident as I used to be when I used to write every day, like this fear factor mm. is stopping me from writing and stopping me from creating so be consistent is so important so yes yeah, so step one be honest step two research and step three be consistent so yeah nice perfect um i think what you've already said before you know this downward spiral of if you don't create then you get afraid to create yeah. and then you just procrastinate the same goes to like the upward spiral that you talked about as well like if you create more then it becomes easier to create more and then you learn more about yeah. you and you know like you get to know your market you get to know whatever you want to talk about so understanding these these flows in into which you get yourself in is i think crucial perfect two questions okay one two or three questions that you can ask the audience about anything that we talked about today that they can leave okay. down in the comment um, hmm. so what is your idea of goals what is most important to you when you're uh, creating content or when you're working or when like you get up in the morning to do certain like errand or something what is the most important uh, goal in terms of the long run for you is it spirituality is it emotionally connecting is it what is important to you and <laughs> that was one question about free and like fair questions but yeah that's that's what i want to ask the audience nice perfect those are really good questions And now, how can people find you on social media? So follow me on Instagram. It's C-H-I-F-A dot K. Um, yeah, for now, just follow me on Instagram. I'm active on that. I'm trying to obviously um, create different content in different social media outlets. So, but for now, just follow me on Instagram. So, yeah. Perfect. So go there, head on there and follow her, inshallah. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And now, we would love to hear from you. Answer Shiva's questions below and don't forget the real deal is going on at sharediversity.com. Jump on the newsletter, comment below this episode and share your diversity with us. If you enjoyed this one and you think it's relevant for someone in your network, like and share it with your friends and family. And make sure to rate and review us on iTunes so we can keep creating content that is relevant to you. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.